Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. The day after the big, bad snowstorm. It wasn't so big and bad, though, was it? Not really. Uh, I was watching some of the news programs out in New York, and they were talking about a nor'easter coming through. And uh, by 2 o'clock, they said, "Eh, the snow has kind of stopped here. And I guess they didn't get what uh, they had predicted. I guess where you are, too, they didn't get. Well, you know, we noticed that, you know, well, we get up early to do this. You know, you, you wake up at five or six at the the latest. And, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking out the window and I'm going yesterday. And it was like today, you know, you got the, you didn't have the sun shining, but it was a little dusting on the rooftops and mm-hmm. a little dusting on the ground, but pretty much nothing. And it took about an hour before I saw it starting to come down. But even then it was just very light. It didn't really hit until. I think we had maybe a two-hour dump, you know, mm-hmm. and then it, that was it. You know, there was nothing. And then you go out cleaning up the cars and say, well, uh, that was interesting. I have lived in that area for years, most much of my life. And trust me, you may get a day where it starts off sunny and have seven inches of snow by the evening. So it, it's a very unpredictable up there. Don't think that that's the norm. Uh, that's the exception. <laughs> you uh, you lucked out yesterday more than you can imagine. Um, yesterday, you probably heard uh, the big vote uh, last night about 720. Let me see if I can play some of that for you. Oops, it doesn't want to work. Oh, well. Talking about Mayorkas. Uh, you got to be talking about Mayorkas. Yep. Uh, Mayorkas, uh, he was uh, up for a vote for impeachment yesterday. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, they voted to impeach. Now, you're saying, how close was it? Uh, it was a, a razor-thin vote. Uh, the representatives yeah. voted 214 to 213. The deciding vote was Steve Scalise. You know, he wasn't there uh, for the last vote because he was getting cancer treatments, and they lost the first time around. So he, he I guess, is through with the treatments, and he's feeling better. So he was there uh, yesterday, and... He was the deciding vote. Now you're hearing from people like, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer and other people. Oh, it's uh, uh, it's the exception. Biden's ticked off, and he should be ticked off because, you know, he's not going to. Myarchus is not going to be removed from the position. No, no. It's, but they're they're, they're going to come back and they're they're, they're going to keep him in there. But he's going to have his coat stained. Oh, and, and not only rightly so. Yeah, Bill, they're going to have a. A, a, a public uh, trial, so to speak, for this guy in Mayorkas. Uh, and they're going to put all of the bad stuff on the table. It's all going to bounce back to Biden. It's all going to bounce back to uh, to Joe, oh. and, and, and rightly so, because, you know, no matter what we say about Mayorkas, he was doing the dirty work of George, of uh, George, <laughs> of uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, I don't know who hey. George Biden is, but <laughs> well, George is the guy in the sidelines you don't hear about. But you know who's probably got no love lost for this is Kennedy. Uh-huh. Kennedy, uh, you know he. People forget that as a presidential candidate, number one and number two, uh, he is he's a Kennedy. And what happened to his? You know, well, that's that. That's the problem. It's it's long since gone. That uh, Camelot glow. You know, but it doesn't matter. He still deserves the Secret Service protection, which mm. he doesn't have. Oh, I agree. It was, I agree. My, it was yeah. my orcas that sat there and said, "No, to hell with this guy." And if that is not a political agenda, you know, 
then tell me what is. And, and you know what amazes me is the the possible result of that decision could be uh, bodily harm or death. You know, mm-hmm. and Mayorkas said, "No, I don't think you qualify." And his job is Homeland Security. You know, Mayorkas, you got one job to do, one job that you really got to do, and what is it you're not doing? Well, <laughs> one job. Well, you know, you know what he says. The border is not open. It has not been open. <laughs> uh, well, Alejandro. Uh, you're going to have a, a chance to explain yourself uh, in Congress, in person. And, you know, I, have you ever seen him testify? He testifies mm. with a a smirk. He testifies with an arrogance uh, that yeah. you, uh, you know, it, it's hard to explain. But he gets there and he sits there and they ask questions and he he is indignant almost that he has to be there. Well... He's going to have to be there to defend himself uh, in the coming uh, days here's and weeks. the problem. You know, the media is, it's, it's one-sided. Now, if it were a Trump appointee or something like that, all cameras on deck, okay, we're going to cancel all the programming so you yeah. can see this guy. Yeah. We want to ask questions that don't need to be asked so we can watch him squirm, you know. Uh, but... They will find a reason to cut away, not show, yeah, or even carry the story, and you won't hear about it until after. Well, you know, the Senate's found uh, nothing wrong, and uh, you oh, know, really, I didn't, you know, that's I didn't true. See in the news, that's true. And Bill, um, for people who who question the partisanship of the media, uh, there was a story that came out yesterday, and I, and I wanted to. Uh, pass this along to you. You know, I, I used to work at CBS, so I kind of mm. I kind of follow them a little bit. I, and I always thought, well... Talking about the I, job cuts? Yeah, but I, I always thought that CBS was a little more down the middle fair, you know? Uh, I, I always thought Ooh. that they weren't as bad as NBC or, or ABC, and maybe they were for a while. But they hired uh, this woman, uh, and they think that she was a... Uh, what do they call Catherine. it? Uh, uh, she, she was um, no the the hire, the person who heads the division, uh, mm. was uh, a minority hire. They say you know, and I'm not trying to say that she wasn't qualified, but apparently from what I've heard from people in the business, is that she really wasn't qualified. This uh, head of the uh, the division that Catherine Herridge worked in, Catherine Herridge, is probably one of the best reporters in Washington. Uh, she worked for Fox for years. She did standout work at Fox. Everyone said, well, Fox may be partisan, but she was really fair, you know? And uh, so after a while, someone came along from CBS and offered her a lot of money, and off she went to CBS. And she did stellar work at CBS, Mm-hmm. She did really great work at CBS. So she was critical of Biden. That's what got her probably fired. Well, that's exactly right. She, but see, she wasn't like partisan critical. She followed the the news. She went where the news took her, and mm-hmm. if that was down a path that was critical of Biden, she she told the story. Well, that didn't sit well with some people in the front office at the CBS network. Now they're owned by Paramount. Paramount, so yeah. Yeah, so it's Paramount well, yeah. Global. Yeah, they, they did global cuts. You know, so it was a budget restructuring, which, 
you know, that should tell them something right there. Well, what we're doing, uh, people aren't buying. So let's cut the people that are doing the good stuff because we want to keep doing what we're not supposed to do. But they're getting they're getting their money elsewhere. So they're on an agenda. They are the right or the left wing propaganda party. You know, and it's sad, folks. You know, this this is CBS. Also at CNN yesterday, they announced that they were uh, promoting some of their most left-leaning reporters to uh, even more stable and more upfront positions, if you know what I mean. They're going to be on camera more. Uh, I, I was reading that story, too. So there was a time about a year ago when CBS was going, I mean, CNN was going through a restructuring, and we thought, well, maybe there's going to be hope for CNN. Maybe they're going to go back to their roots and be that fair news channel that they were for like 20 years or 25 years. No, no. Somebody somebody uh, must have uh, decided, ah, what the heck, let's just keep going because now they're doubling down on their partisanship, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's sad. Even Fox, I can't watch Fox anymore. I can't, you know, it's, it's sad. Fox has decided, and they did this in 2020, and they've kind of stayed the course. Oh, of course, they they try to pretend they're still conservative. Their ratings, by the way, are down 17%. And in television news, that's a lot. That's a lot of, a, a lot of uh, percentage points. Um, but anyway, and CNN's down 19 So You know, but as it goes, though, I, you know, out of all the... The major brands, we'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. The at least you you get something out of it. I mean, they're not the go to place, but I can't uh, I can't forgive them. And also, just when you start to follow along with them and say, "Well, okay, yeah, maybe they're back," something something out of the left. They zing you exactly. Yeah. They put you down. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, Catherine Herridge is out at CBS. CNN is promoting more of their leftist uh, correspondents, giving them more uh, public uh, positions, more upfront positions. Uh, you're going to see they're, what they're doing, folks, is they're doubling down and getting ready for the uh, campaign season so that they can really attack Trump. There'll be nobody, mm-hmm. at, nobody at CBS is going to stand up for Trump. You know, Catherine Herridge isn't going to be around there to be fair and balanced. She's going to be gone. Although I got to think, Bill, that some network out there, somebody, I'm, I'm thinking maybe Newsmax or somebody, is going to offer her a position and say, uh, it's yours if you want it. You they know? may, but they're, they're going to stain her credibility some way, somehow. Or, you know, they'll just throw the negatives out there because these, yeah, it, these right-leaning networks, uh, it the fix is in with the money. And... If you don't think this is the money controlling everything, you know, you need to go back and take a look at, yeah. at what's going on. Um, it, it, it's, it's sad. You know, I wanted, to, I wanted to say something. I heard people saying, um, I think that what has happened on our southern border is treason. And, and I've well, heard people say, well, what, what do you mean treason? I was thinking about this over the past uh, 24 hours, and I was thinking, Treason. The definition. What is treason? Right? I mean, people are saying, well, you know, he just has a different political, a different feeling about uh, what should happen on our southern border. No, no. Let's let's think about this for a second, folks. Historically, 
uh, you all have heard about uh, Benedict Arnold, right? But some people don't know the story behind Benedict Arnold. Just give me a second to, to explain. Benedict Arnold was, for the longest time during the Revolutionary War, one of the leading generals. He, this guy was absolutely top shelf. He was winning battles. He was second only to George Washington on the battlefield. Everybody, all of his contemporaries knew it. He was something special. And he was being looked at uh, for even higher positions down the road. They were thinking about this guy as being an important part of the new government. But for a time, he was uh, posted in Philadelphia. And, you know, the Continental Congress, Congress wasn't all that great back then either. But the Continental Congress owed uh, Arnold a lot of money, a lot of back pay. And he was in a financial bind, Benedict Arnold. And he, he was being promised, don't worry, we're going to pay you. And they wouldn't pay him. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he actually fell in love with uh, this woman in Philadelphia. And uh, I guess they married. And she was a Tory. You know what a Tory was? They were, they were somebody who uh, had an allegiance with Britain. They, had, uh, they were still people who lived in this country who had an alliance, so to speak, with uh, the king. And they didn't want uh, a, a separate country. They wanted England to maintain control. He married somebody like this. So anyway, he doesn't get his money from Congress. He's in financial problems. He's trying to impress his new wife that he has the wherewithal to be what he has sold her to. You know, I'm, I'm a man of substance, right? So they post him to West Point. Mm-hmm. And when they post him to West Point, he's had it. He's had it with, uh, he's been wounded in one of the battles. He was wounded terribly uh, uh, for the country and walked with a a limp for the rest of his life. Um, But when he was posted in West Point, he felt that he had an opportunity. He had an opportunity to sell his country out for money. And uh, West Point was a key fort uh, back in those days. It wasn't really uh, the military academy that it is now, it was a key fort. And um, he was essentially uh, giving the keys to that fort to the British, you know, tell how to, how to get in here, how to take control of it. And apparently word got back uh, to Benedict Arnold that uh, the gig was up, so to speak, uh, that, that people on the uh, revolutionary side were aware that somebody had betrayed the uh, the revolution and the American cause, and they were trying to figure out who it was. So Benedict Arnold, uh, in the dead of night, slipped away from the fort, crossed the Hudson River, went down along the shoreline and was met up by some British spies, and he escaped to, you know, to, to the British side. And mm-hmm. from that point on, uh, he went on to be, you know, he had made a promise with the British that he would do what he did. He'd sell out the Americans. They promised to make him a general. And they did make him a general uh, on the British side. But, you know, military people are funny. Even the opposition, they, uh, they look at traitors as being traitors no matter what side they're on. And right. the British officers had honor. 
And they looked to this guy, Benedict Arnold, even though he had fought against them, and he thought they thought, mm, he's, not, he's nothing special, this guy. They, I guess he fought for a while down in Virginia and the Carolinas, and then they shipped him off to, uh, to London. And I believe he, he ended his life, he, you know, his life ended, he passed away in London, uh, a man of uh, some money because they did, the British came through and paid him off. But uh, he was a, he was never really accepted into the society. He was kind of ostracized, even even in in London. He wasn't looked at as being a hero, and he never could turn back to his friends on the American side because he he had shafted them, you know. So, but what I'm trying to make is this: people look at the Benedict Arnold story and they see traitor, traitor. He gave up his country. Look what he did. I I really mean this, folks. I would su- submit, look at the border right now. Look what's happened to our country. Look what's going on right now. Tell me how that isn't treason. I mean, we all look to Benedict Arnold. All, he, all Benedict Arnold did was give up some coordinates and the, the size of the uh, fort and uh, what was there and, and, and made it so that they could, could be taken, but they never were. You know, Benedict Arnold did something which was treasonous, but when you look at it, compared to what's going on right now, it's really not all that bad. I mean, right now, every day, we have damage being done. Every day, you know, 15 million people. Some people say, well, that's actually a conservative estimate. It's more like 20 million people, maybe more than that. We don't know how many people have gotten away into the country. We know that people are dying over 100,000 deaths from fentanyl. I mean, I don't know how you can look at what's going on on our southern border and not think that that's an act of treason, a pure, simple act of treason. It's maybe the most obvious act of treason ever to take place in our country. We looked at we look at Benedict Arnold historically and say, "Oh, uh, he became almost a a part of the English language." Well, you don't want to be a Benedict Arnold, you know. I mean, people looked at what happened in New York during the Revolutionary War as being an act of treason, but it was nothing compared to what's happening right now. We're living through the worst act of treason, and we have a large faction of our government supporting this guy. And I don't understand how you can do it. How can you be an American and support what's happening right now, this very moment, on our southern border? No, I'm not against immigrants. I love immigrants. I'm a product of immigrants, as is my friend here, Bill. We're we're both immigrant product. But the fact is, we did it from a, a, a legitimate, we came in the front door. Our families, even if the front door was different when they came in, it still was the front door. We didn't sneak in the country. We didn't become a burden on our society. We came in, and our families had to make their way. And if they didn't make their way, they starved on the streets. Okay? That's the difference. Right now, they come in, they get 2000 a month, they get a gift card, they get a cell phone, they get room and board. Heck, they don't even have to go out and look for a job. They can hang around uh, the, the Roosevelt Hotel in New York. Uh, well, I, you know what they're doing right. in Massachusetts. 
I mean, in Massachusetts, they are asking people to open up their doors. As a matter of fact, they're pleading with them on the news. You see it in all the stories. They're even knocking on your door now. Do you have room to spare? Uh, and that's what they're doing because they were sanctuary cities, you know, and, you know, I knew when sanctuary cities came about, I'm going, there is something more to this than meets the eye. And I think a lot of these cities thought would they, they, they opened their bleeding hearts and all of a sudden now they got screwed by an administration with an agenda. And what is the agenda? Well, it's the replacement of our population, the replacement of you and I, but a lot of people are too blind to see what the hell is going on. And now we're stuck with this and you see what's going, everything that's happening. Uh, you know, back to uh, Benedict Arnold, your thing about treason and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not going to own up to that with my orcas or anything like that or anything that Biden's done, but they are hell bent and saying, Oh, there was treason. Oh, there was an insurrection. Let me point out, I don't care what damn Republican or damn Democrat sits there and goes, well, he's guilty of an insurrection, and by the Constitution, he can't be elected ever, ever, did I say ever again. Okay, let's just take the Constitution for its word, but then let's take everything else for its word. There was ne He was never convicted of insurrection. Insurrection was never officially proven or declared, although we had those hearings. Yeah, and you put people away, but it was not a, quote, unquote, resurrection. You might have said it was an unruly... Uh, uh, you mean insurrection. Insurrection. Or insurrection, yeah, yeah, insurrection. But it was an unruly uh, gathering of people, or, you know, it was... Uh, uh, oh, I know. It, it wasn't even a riot. I mean, when you compare it to what went you're, on with you're right, some Bill. of the, the rally... He, he George... Was, he was never convicted of an insurrection. It was never and even it was, it was never even charged. Yeah, and insurrection has not been quote unquote except for well that was an insurrection. Well, your opinion doesn't freaking matter until it is officially slated that that's what it was. But if we're going to call that an insurrection, let's rewind the tape here a little bit and let's go back to oh, I don't know, George Floyd who's you know, our Super Bowl with the, the special nan the national anthem and 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 uh, all the engravements. Now, I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. They do matter. You know, every life matters. But the point is, George Floyd, he was, uh, you know, what the, the, the narrative that came out was a contrived narrative. He was not a good, you know. The whole, uh, that whole period of time though bill was not filled a good with, soul was filled with uh uh propaganda and i'll i'll just say it lies i mean it yeah. was you i can remember seeing the msnbc reporter standing on the street and there's a building burning behind him it's burning and it's fully engulfed and he's saying that the protests are mostly peaceful and the, and the building yeah. is burning well, behind them. By, by that standard, then, they, they should have been able to burn down the Capitol, you know, you because... Know, Bill, we have been lied to, with all due respect, we have been lied to by the media, we've been lied to by politicians, and it's, it's, this has been going on for, for quite some time. I think yesterday we even talked about it. This, the cheating in the, uh, the elections probably didn't start in 2020. 
they probably have been going on for decades in some form or another. And we just we just got, you know, it was so blatant in 2020. In 2016, you'll remember that at, at 9 o'clock at night, they were calling the election for Hillary. They were getting, mm-hmm. they were getting all of the fireworks ready to light them off in the Hudson River. Then they were they were delighted. The Democrats were happy. They couldn't believe by eleven o'clock that things were starting to swing the other way. And by the time Trump was, I guess they they conceded around two or three in the morning. And when he came out on the stage, he was the president of the United States. What amazes me is that you know a lot of they love to call it early. And usually when they call it, even if things kind of flip afterwards, well, it's been called, you know, yeah. and they just kind of poo-poo everything, that, that that gate was left open. because, And I think that people would have um, probably bought it that, you know, uh, okay, I guess, you know, Hillary is the president, and she would have got to fire off the fireworks on the barges, you know, that were out there. She probably still has those fireworks, too, waiting yeah. for the day. yeah. They'll use them at her funeral. I, th- uh, I think. I think Trump uh, said at one point he'd like to buy them for pennies on the dollar, use them for a celebration for his side. But well, uh, yeah, but they're probably all duds like her career. But either way, <laughs> well, misfires and everything else. But you know, when Trump lost in the 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 second election, did it? Well, there, that's the question. Did he really lose? When everybody went to bed, I was up. I saw the numbers just flip. I know. I know. Just they call it. I mean, they call the graph, by the way, the hockey stick graph, because it goes along with Trump leading for hours and hours, right until like uh, mm-hmm. what time did you go to bed? Ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and all of a sudden, I was up at, at two in the morning. Yeah, so I was watching the whole thing. But it, it went up precipitously. It went like a switch. It went yeah. for Biden. It was a dump. Yeah. It, it was a dump. And it really, I think what it was is a, well, it was a data dump. And that's what it was it, because there was no way that those came in that way. And some of the votes that they were stacking and saying were counted didn't even arrive in time. And, you know. But you know, have you noticed, Bill, how the media and the Democrats have made it almost a, a mortal sin to even consider this conversation that we're having right now. Oh, well, they um, made it your conspiracy theorist, huh? You don't believe yeah. the election was fair? Well, it's a bogus story. I mean, that's that. And even the headlines, like Trump sitting there uh, uh, challenging, you know, the immunity. Well, his bogus claim of immunity. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Now. That's you an know, editorial comment, by the way. Yeah, it's an editorial comment, but that's MSNBC with their reporting. Oh, yeah. And they do that in every story. They slip in that opinion yeah. as a fact. Well, take your opinion and put it where it belongs. Well, and the, the thing is, Bill, this is this is the news media. And the sad part about it is a lot of people out there who don't pay attention like you and I pay attention they just go along with their lives, and the news is kind of on in the background. When they hear this, that gets right by them. It just, it's, well, a, it's a subtle thing, whereas it's, it's glaring for you and I because we know how the news used to be and how it should be, and we know that they're not doing that right now on the cable channels. They're being incredibly partisan. Uh, they're terribly one-sided, and it, they, they're even they're proud of it. 
they're not even trying to conceal it anymore. You know, I mean, they well, they walk around uh, with Chuck's the Chuck Scarboroughs and the Mika Brzezinski's and people like that who are. I mean, Scarborough used to be a Republican representative. The guy's an embarrassment. You know, what a shill. They gave him a bunch of money over at NBC, and they told him what to do, and okay. he just like a lapdog went along with it, and, you know, that's him. Let, let me ask you where the fact is in this story, in this headline. Joy Bear uh, from... Joy uh, Behar, yeah. Behar, Behar, Behar. Mm-hmm. Rear end. Uh, either way, what she said on The View is is that if Trump is reelected, Putin will invade Europe. How yeah. does she know that? Uh, <laughs> what that. does she have to back that yeah. fact up? Because she's saying it as a fact. And yes, 13-year-old American boys will be drafted. She, Where in the she hell is, did she did she pull that out of her hair? She did is she as dumb as a box end? of rocks, okay? This lady... You know, folks, she is not a smart person. She thinks she is a smart person, and the sycophants around her, they applaud her in New York. Ooh, she's so smart. But trust me, she's dumb. Just because you got a microphone and a camera on you does not make you a smart person. I got a microphone here. It doesn't make me a smart person. I I have an opinion, but I will tell you, it is my opinion based on observations that I see, but you have to be the final judge. And I wouldn't listen to those talking heads that you sit there and, you know, you give all that credibility to because, like, again, you know, Joy Behar, where is, where's the facts? Where's the foundation to if Trump is reelected? If Trump is reelected. There's no basis to it. It, There's none. Putin's going to invade Europe. If Putin's going to invade Europe, yeah. it's going to happen maybe before there's an election. I mean, what you've got going on, and here's a scary thing that's going on, because, you know, I, I made the prediction a few weeks ago, I don't think Biden is long for the presidency. I think he's going to step down or they're going to force him down. And everyone goes, oh, that'll never happen because we don't want Kamala. But then I hear people saying, well, you know, Kamala's not good for the country, going to be great for news and, and, and sitting there and we'll have they'll have things to talk about. But, you know, they've been trying to groom her not to do her little cackle laugh and say stupid stuff, you know, you know, uh, whatever her last thing was, you know, uh, that she she has weird Kamala isms. But they've got her out there and she's going, I'm ready. I'm ready. And they keep doing that. Are they getting us used to her and buttering us up because she's going to step in? And you know, the real nightmare would be if she steps in, who would be the VP choice? I hear people saying right Michelle? now, the reason why Joe is still there is because of Kamala. It's because they, the Democrats don't want Kamala to be in the position of the presidency because well, who would be next in line to run You know, in, a, in an election? It would be the sitting president. And they don't want to have to run Carmella. So what they're yeah, trying but- what they're trying to figure out right now, think about this. They're trying to figure out how do you remove Joe and Carmella? How do you remove Joe and well, keep Carmella out of the presidency? Well, maybe it's a two step system. And that is go ahead and put her in. You know, but she's not gonna have her choice of what her VP is going to be. 
and they put in the VP. Yeah, but she should be the sitting president, and historically, the sitting president uh, is for the, how it, long will she be the sitting president? Well, I mean, I can't see them removing her before the elections. I mean, maybe that's well, what they're trying to figure out, Bill. I don't know how, how they're going to do it. I don't know. Well, how you know, a lot of the weird things have happened before. There's some crazy stuff going on out there. I'm just saying, there's something afoot. You know, you want and, to talk about the media, Bill. You said Joy Joy Behar, she's still working. She's still on the View. She's still there every day, spewing you know her stupidity. And Catherine Herridge, who is maybe the smartest reporter in Washington today, is unemployed. That's the that shows you where the media is. Well, the right view now. was ready to they were ready to dump it, but now they're keeping it. Now what they've done is they kind of put Whoopi in the background there. I mean, she still spews her stuff and kind of heads up the thing. I think the last time I saw something, she did something on entertainment, which was probably appropriate. Shut her up. But Behar is not the person to sit there and go to. I mean, none of these women really uh look, they're entitled to their opinion. Uh, but you know, that's about as far as it goes. And it was my interpretation that The View was not supposed to be a political show. It was a morning, you know, gathering of people. They might touch base on politics, but they've become well, politically driven. When when they started, it was uh, put together by uh, Barbara Walters. It was supposed to be a bunch of women sitting around the table, not just talking politics, but talking life in general and celebrity mm-hmm. and things like that, and it has morphed into this ugly, by the way, it's it's particularly New York-centric, meaning uh, even though it's broadcast around the country, uh, it is really you're a reflection of, of how people uh, in New York think. And I, I bring this up right now because you know what happened yesterday in that special election uh, in mm. New York? Uh, this uh, Maisie Phillip or Pillip or whatever her name is, she was running as the Republican candidate, even though Maisie uh, was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. The Republicans ran a, a registered Democrat to be the Republican candidate for this special election. But why did the media, including the the right media, kind of just let that one slip right through you the know, cracks? You know, they, they cut her slack. Apparently, they say, they say, well, I saw Peter King, former representative from uh, New York on TV yesterday, and he was saying, well, even though she's a registered Democrat, uh, she did that when she came over. She's an immigrant, by the way, for those who mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, she, when she came over, she just became a Democrat because it was the thing to do. But she has voted in uh, local government uh, positions as a consistent conservative, and uh, she has promised that when— she becomes the representative. She will change her party affiliation. Well, I kept thinking, why? Why doesn't she do it like now? Can't yeah, you just walk was, down? I mean, it doesn't make to sense. To me, that was a ruse. That was a ruse. You know, she wasn't going to change her party affiliation. Now, I'll tell you one thing that I was getting. You know, and that was probably four or five times a day. And you know, I would like to tell the RNC, you want to do something smart. When you send out these stupid surveys that you send out, which they're not stupid surveys, but if you take them, nobody's going to read them because it gets down now. All right, friend, how much do you want to contribute to the campaign? Yeah. 
Well, you're not contributing to that person. You're contributing to the RNC for them right. to spend the money where they want to. They're not going to spend it on Trump or who you want them to spend it on. But my question is, she is a Democrat. Right. All right. But here's the RNC asking for money for her, or she's asking for money. Well, here's the problem, Bill. The, the, RNC. RNC, the RNC didn't give her any support at all. That's the, well, the, the complaint about Where did about the money that. go? Where did the money she go? Didn't get, she didn't get money from the RNC, they're saying. No, but I got emails that they were raising money. So where did it go? Well, it went to uh, Ronna McDaniels and, and her friends. You know, they're complaining because they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on things like flowers for the office and stuff like that. They, they truly uh, were out of control. Uh, she comes on TV, Ronna McDaniel, and she looks like a smart young woman, and maybe she is, but apparently behind the scenes she's living the life of luxury on our dime. You know, I I gave some money to, uh, I thought I was going to Trump back uh, after the 2020 election, and and I had been inundated from the RNC every, almost every day uh, with junk email. I don't don't respond. Well, the Democrats do it, too. I mean, don't don't get me wrong here. They do it, but you know the one thing that they do? They do it as a united front, you know, and they will hound you. Once they have your email, they hound you, and they hound you, and they hound you. They're, you know, they're like an offshore business, you know? I, I, uh, I just ignore them, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, I even, I, you know, what's amazing is I'll put the email or, or I'll put the text message into spam, junk mail, and, and they, they still the, find you. Well, no, because they have your email. All your spam does is protect you from the one email that they got. They just yeah. change, they change one number. It's a computer algorithm. It keeps changing. It's just like these robocalls that yeah. you get. Yeah. No. So, it's over and over and over again, and it, they you know, do I, not stop it. I hear the pundits today saying, well, it's uh, amazing. Um, Maisie Pillip, uh, she lost. Uh, no, that was not a hard one to figure out. If you saw, I saw the debate, uh, one of the debates uh, with uh, her and uh, this Tom Susie, I guess his name is, S-U-O-Z-Z-I, uh, and Susie looked like uh, an intelligent, uh, logical kind of guy, a stereotypical candidate. He fit the description of a representative. That, that's a that's a sham too, by yeah, the way. But she looked out of control. She was snappy and she was uh, emotional. She wasn't dignified and in control. And so I thought to myself, what are they doing on Long Island? What the heck is going on? Why, why aren't they – you trying to tell me out of all of the people who live on Long Island, out of well, all the Republicans who live on Long Island, that they haven't got – they look, haven't got one intelligent you, conservative that they can run against this guy? You can say what you want to about Santos. What he did was wrong, but he is not the only one that's ever embellished a resume or whatever oh, to get somewhere. I agree. I, I would – if we sit there and take apart every candidate, yeah, all the way up to the uh, Mitt Romneys and everyone else, there are lies or embellishments yes. in there. So he went to creative writing, but you know what? While he was in the Congress seat, the congressional seat, he voted he, conservative. 
<laughs> he did very damn well. So he was yeah. going by hooker, by by hooker crook. Well, I then I ask, the... I ask you, why did they remove him? Well, you know, at the behest of the Democrats, they they you know, Democrats are good. They can lose an election, but they go behind the scenes after the election and they strip back seats and they do it through their dirty tricks and shenanigans. And what they were able to do is with the help of the media say, yeah. well, he did this, he did this, and he said that, and that's none of that's true. They, you know, and they love to fact check everything. But, you know, if you fact check the fact checkers, you find out that the facts that they checked, checked, checked were yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong. And they weren't they facts. They lied, lied, lied. Yeah, yeah. They, they, what they did was a lie. I mean, I think you lost a, me in the first check. <laughs> yeah. Well, take a case in point, the illegal immigrants, you know, the the. The, the claim is that it's gone up tenfold since Biden got in office mm -hmm. during the past three years. Well, the fact checkers came back and they said, well, actually, that number is true. But really, if you count it a different way, it's only six times. Well, guess what? Either way, you know, you're talking about maybe three, four hundred thousand people that went up to three million people in a year. You know, you're going like and that's not counting the getaways, the getaways, because as that number goes up, the number right. of the getaways goes up. You can't hide from it. It is there. And that circles all the way back around to Mayorkas. And should he be impeached? Yes, he should. Should uh, should the should his sins be showcased? Yeah, they should. But the media won't. And should he and Biden be held accountable for for them? Yeah, they should. But then you got Schumer. They, you know, is is sitting there uh, saying, you know, things about like, uh, well, well, he's talking about Biden's well, mental, you know. His, let's let his Chuck mental. say it. Let's yeah. let Chuck say it. I so, talk to President Biden, you know, regularly, off sometimes several times in a week or usually several times in a week. His mental acuity is great. It's fine. It's as good as it's been over the years. I've been speaking to him for 30 years since we worked on the Brady Bill and the assault weapons ban when I was a young congressman. <laughs> um, and um, he's, he's, he's fine. All this right-wing propaganda that his mental acuity has declined is wrong. He's going to win the election because he has a great record, because um, more and more Americans are seeing that record. I wouldn't buy a used car from that guy, folks. Honest to God, really. This He's guy a great guy. He's got a great record. Yeah, it's a criminal record. Yeah. But they call it a great record. He, he's, he's been consistently deceitful. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, that's, if he's done anything in his uh, positions in government, it, he's lied to the American people. And he's done stuff for his benefit, for his party's benefit, but not for the benefit of the American people. He just told you, think about this for a second, folks. He just looked at the camera and told you that Joe Biden is as sharp as a tack. There's nothing wrong with Joe Biden. I mean, yeah, you see him shaking hands with thin air. You see him stumbling well, upstairs. You see him babbling and mumbling in front of uh, He did a press conference yesterday. We waited around. I waited for this thing for like an hour. It was announced for like 2 o'clock. He stumbles out to shortly before 3 o'clock, and he says, he mumbles into the microphone, well, and then he says, I'll take uh, questions later on, I promise. He turns around, well, he walks off the stage. Let me ask you a question. You know, we're talking about his mental acuity, and, you know, it's, it's kind of obvious, too, in a slurred speech, 
and the way he walks and stumbles around and he's confused. And I think he's looking for markers where oh, I'm supposed to stand over here. No, no, that's not. Oh. They do, by the way, they do, uh, seriously, they do put markers on the floor for him to look for. But the problem with Biden is he can't be subtle about it. If you watch, he looks down at the floor and he looks around like, where the heck is the marker? Is that the right marker? He I mean, he... He's so obvious about his looking for the market. Right. Here's my point. You know, let's talk about the age of Schumer, the age of Pelosi, and, you know, their acts. Well, maybe that whole clown show there needs to be checked for their mental acuity. Well, then Trump should be, too. Trump has been, by the way. So... Let's let's get off that horse. But if you know, and he said he would do it again. So yeah, you know what? And you know what? If they found that uh, you know he wasn't ready, then that would be something we'd have to address. But the simple fact is, you know, a lot of times these people slinging the crap are the ones that should be taking the test. He took the test. Biden won't. Uh, well, Biden won't take the test. They are but- trying to. They're trying to smear. Trump with this age uh, thing uh, because well, they f- they're figuring well if we can't if we can't rescue Joby's of age let's smear Trump with the same brush and folks he took the mental acuity test and he said like Bill said he said I'll be happy I'll be delighted to take it again and I'd love to know, debate Joe right now on stage. There's a name they're throwing around out there. Candace Owens does a podcast, and she takes down a lot of different celebrities. She took down Madonna, who does all the facelifts and all that stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she does a baby dance now on stage and everything. It looks stupid. It's this, you know, this person that should be, you know, you look to for wisdom and, and being wise. But anybody that attacks her is an ageist. You're an ageist. Are we going to be called an ageist society going after Joe? Well... You know, folks, um, they are not being straight with you again, the media. That's an insult to younger voters, by the way. Yeah. First of all, uh, you know, in China, they respect their elders, by the way. They revere their elders. Uh, They look at people who are in their 70s and 80s, if they're they're sharp enough, uh, they, they look at them for wisdom because they've lived in this world that we're trying to preserve, right? But here... We live in a disposable society where mm-hmm. I can remember when I was a kid, there was a movie out. I forgot what it was called. But the premise was that if you were 30, you were over the hill. You were over the hill. Yeah, and, well, then, you know what? Well, you can throw America away because uh, over half of us are over 30. So yeah. not me, of course, but you guys, yeah. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up, uh, two things, actually. But did you happen to see, you didn't see any of the football game, did you? So you, you didn't see uh, the Taylor Swift uh, in the booth shots. You know, she every time they oh, did they're, something they're, positive. They're all over the Internet now. I'm, you know, I'm sick of Taylor Swift, yeah. you know. But, but do you know it's what just... really drove me nuts, Bill? And this is, this is, uh, this really did happen. I, I, I first saw it on a site that I questioned. I figured that they can do anything nowadays with graphics. I don't, this can't be a real picture. But that. They had this uh, friend of Taylor Swift who was in the booth. By the way, Taylor Swift, she, she's wearing outfits that look like uh, women's corsets. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a time in history where women wore 
what Taylor Swift every, wears every day, they wore it under their dresses, okay? They were called corsets. Well, Taylor, she, she walks around like that. So that, that's her business, I guess. But one of her friends, I think, her, what's her name? Icy Pop or something like that or Icy Hot or something. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah it does matter. She's, she's in the booth with Taylor. She's wearing a black outfit that looks like a priest collar, has you know the little uh, with the white showing. She has on her. Uh, she's wearing a cross upside down. Now that's cool. supposed to be a signal for Satanism, okay? Upside down cross. And when the camera goes to the booth, I guess they had monitors in the booth, so she knew when she was on camera with Taylor, she did. The satanic sign, it looks like uh, you, you can make it with your your hands. It's a satanic gesture. She did it with both hands next to the cross in front of her. She knew exactly what she was doing when she did it. And you know, folks... And that reflects on Taylor, by the way. Well, they've, they've said they've seen her do those same gestures. Listen, I don't... Follow Taylor Swift. I know plenty of people who love her, think she's fabulous, would go to every show if they could. That's great. But I do worry about the uh, the moral compass of our country. And, and if we have these people who are supposed to be, uh, you know, influencers going out and peddling this satanic crap uh, publicly like this, I do think it's uh, something that... Parents should be aware of, at the very least, know what the heck the, is coming into your house. You know what mm-hmm. your kids are watching. You know, all, they think it's cool when they see uh, whatever her name is, Icy Hot or uh, Nicey Icy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know I sound like an old guy right now, and it's probably because I am. But uh, she was doing these hand gestures. It's all over the Internet. All you have to do is type in Google Taylor Swift uh, Super Bowl uh, friend satanic gesture or something like that, and and you'll see page after page. The reason why I'm mentioning it now is because I saw it first on a site that I didn't think was reputable. I wasn't going to mention it, but then I saw it on Forbes, Forbes magazine, then I saw it on Newsweek, then I saw it on uh, Reuters, and I thought, well, I guess there's some substance to this. Because apparently these pictures have gone viral of uh, this uh, friend of uh, Taylor Swift doing the satanic gestures. So a lot of kids have seen it and downloaded it. Like, hey, look at this. Uh, look at what she's doing there. She's doing hand gestures for Satan. During the Super Bowl. He knew, you may say, well, so innocent. Well, hey, how many people watch the Super Bowl? Oh, hundreds of millions around the world. Hundreds All of right. millions. So, yeah, you know, it was the best advertising they got there. So Satan got his due uh, yeah. his due uh, there, and he didn't pay anything for it. And here it is, you know, you know, the friend of, um, you know, uh, Taylor uh, Swift, uh, yeah. Swift uh, is sitting there doing the uh, satanic, satanic hand gesture, you know, and then the it's upside sad. down cross. Yeah, it, it's sad that she felt compelled. The but, power you know, of Satan compelled her, you know? They but, say uh, a lot of people... Have you seen some of these these uh, uh, programs? Uh, they put on halftimes and things. They have a lot of satanic uh, a sub-theme throughout it. 
you know, we we saw something on uh, one of the uh, was it one of the uh, award shows, Grammy Awards, where a mm-hmm. young a young artist came out on stage and she starts to sing, and and then uh, a few bars into the song, she rubs her face and she's got blood on her hands, and there's now there's blood on her face, and she rubs it with her other hand. There's more blood on her face. Then behind her in the walls, you see blood come out of the wall behind her and she's mm. surrounded she's she's basically in a in a sea of blood and tell me that doesn't have a satanic uh well, gesture meaning to it let's you know somebody ought to sit there and piece it together through time because you look at all this stuff going on now you look at the epstein thing and the the immorality that was going on that consumed uh, the DC elites and the Hollywood elites, and you go, well, yeah, but that that that's now. You know, you can get into Walt Disney himself and the little hidden symbols that have been portrayed in things. You can go back to, mm, I don't know, the 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 forties and stuff like that. The Black Dahlia, uh, you know, where yeah, where uh, she was the doctor, in half. yeah, where yeah, by by a cop's do- uh, dad, a doctor, you know, who's yeah, a doctor who is very rich. That hosted, oh, what kind of party? Sex party. He took his daughter and offered, you know, her to the, you know, when she was 13, to the Hollywood elite. This is this is a a habit and tradition. Yeah. You know, there's there's good and evil in the world, and they try to take the evil and personify it and make it something great and hey, everything. Seeing you were going there, I got another story to pass on to you. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Celine Dion. Uh, yeah. she's been very ill recently. Yes, she has yeah. stiff body syndrome or something like that. Rigid body syndrome. I forgot exactly what it's called, but she. she if you've seen pictures of her in the past, does not look years, pretty. Yeah, it's oh, just sad. But, but if you saw her at the Grammys, she looked completely recovered. Her face was full again and soft, and she was pretty. And speculation is, and I know this is people are saying, that she is participating in, you've heard of adrenochrome? Adrenochrome. There's another uh, chemical, too, or uh, I don't know what you call it. But, but... people are saying, well, what's adrenochrome? I- apparently, there's uh, an elixir that is made with blood, mm-hmm. children's blood, and how they get it. They scare the hell out of them at a young age. They get adrenaline yeah. pumped into their system, and they then take the blood out. It's it's yeah. Uh, sick. Yeah, it, and yeah. And well, you know what? You think about it, you know, that couldn't be. Well, what do they want to use to cure Parkinson's, the stem cells, cells of babies? Yeah. Well, you you know, know? But the thing is, people don't people hear this talk, and they say, oh, that's ridiculous. I want to think about this, folks. Um, throughout history, throughout history, there have been stories of people who've uh, who've drink they drink blood, right? And what happens when they drink blood? They live forever. They're immortal. They're vampires, right? Well, I mean, okay, I'm just saying this is not a new story. This is not a new story. There's something to be said for what the. I heard somebody say, "Hey, Tom Cruise drinks the stuff, the stuff like it's a daily regimen." Well, let me ask you a question here. You know, kind of, we're going to push this envelope. Uh, 
These people that supposedly do it, Pelosi and all of that, would you say they're mean, evil, vicious people? Well, I don't know, Bill. Uh, Pelosi, I think, is uh, uh, an evil person. Yeah, I do. I think she is. She has been uh, self-centered, thinking about herself. Uh, look at the money they've made while she was in office. Yeah. Millions. She's yeah. not a good person. No. She's not a good person. You know, and you always hear it from trainers of animals and whatnot. Yeah, don't, don't, don't feed them blood because, you know, that, uh, yeah, change. the dog is healthy. Yeah. Yeah, the dog is healthy, but it gets, and it, it, it does something to them. But it also, um, you know, it makes them more aggressive, more mean uh, as well. And that's, that's, that was, if you're going to go down the path, let's just, oh, go I don't down mind the path. going. Down. Listen, listen. One of the things about this show is we, we, we're, we're honest about what we talk about on this program. Look, and, I'm not putting any credibility to it. I'm just well, saying. Well, I am. Know, when you, yeah. I, I, personally, I, I mean, I think there's something to be where there's smoke, this fire. Yeah. You know, I don't just because people don't talk about this stuff doesn't mean there's it's not factual. I mean, I, I'm just saying all she should not have looked at the Grammys like she looked based upon her most recent health issues. She looked gaunt, emaciated. She looked terribly sick before. Something happened to her that brought her back to uh, a level of health that uh, you, if you saw her now, you'd say, wow, I don't think she was sick. She couldn't have been sick. Look at her. She's, she's pretty, you know. Uh, and she was well, waving at the crowds. It, it, was, uh, it was a different Celine Dion. You know, you can, you know, you can be in bad health and, and, and look very ill. And you can you can get back to good health and, and looking good. But you can do it properly or you can do it other ways. And sometimes you can't. But, you know, the the comebacks, you know, the, the, you I, I'm just saying there's a right way and a wrong way with everything. Well, she has the money to have gone to the best doctors. Yes, she could have. She could have recovered. Maybe she ate all healthy food, and maybe she did did a lot of things, that, or maybe she did stuff that uh, we don't what know about. Have, have we, can we agree on one thing? We have been lied to consistently. Oh, absolutely for, for decades, but most recently in the last three or four years, almost on a daily basis by the media, by uh, mainstream, they've told us that we're crazy about the 2020 elections, right? But anybody mm -hmm. who paid attention, anybody who looked at what happened in, in 2020 knows it wasn't above board. But yet if you talk about it, you're ostracized. A few months back, they were talking about, uh, well, you know, they've been always saying, oh, it's bogus, this and that and this and that. And all of a sudden, they started leaning towards the story. Well, you know, maybe it's not quite so bogus because it was pretty darn obvious. But now as we get close to the election... They're clamping down, and they're not they're not acknowledging the fact of all the things that have come forward. They're going back to all the old narrative again, going, well, we control the news. We're just going to control the story. Even, even when you look at Hunter Biden and, and the thing, uh, they have promoted to the guys that, uh, that sat there and reported the uh, Russiagate, 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 and made it a big thing. Those guys got promoted for promoting a false story sure they're taking all the negative things that were proven bogus 
and bringing them back to the forefront as if they are factual again. And then you look at Hunter, all the evidence that's coming out, you know, the the crack cocaine and all the paraphernalia. Oh, they're poo-pooing that. I mean, Hunter's a good kid, you know. He's a good kid. Yeah, right. He comes to him, yeah, and his dad's a good dad, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, folks, um, people wonder why programs like this are growing. It's because so much of mainstream media is failing us, failing all of us. Uh, It's because people are looking elsewhere to find something that might have some truth to it. Yeah, we're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Some shows are better than other shows. But every day we get up and we try to give you exactly what we think is the truth. And and our opinion is based upon what we think is the truth. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think the mainstream media does that. No, they don't. Just going to say, you know, you're going to see a lot of attacks on Trump this week and next week. Full court press with the Supreme Court responding to Trump's request to pause immunity yeah. ruling. You know, Jack Smith and is Jack Smith going to wait the full seven days or is he going to jump to it and do whatever? You know, that that whole case is a bogus case. But then they say Trump's claim to immunity is bogus. Oh, they're going to try to make Stormy Daniels into an issue again. You know, that case never should have been, that case should have been thrown out years ago just on the statute of limitations. But they'll try to make it. uh, Well, that, uh, yeah, but, and you know, E. Jean Carroll, they're getting ready to come back and do yet another claim on the same suit. And it's like, you know, how many times can you take the same lawsuit over and over and over again? But let's not show her on the show, the TV show that she had, acting like a little. You know, lunatic, <laughs> ramp, yeah, and uh, you know, and and drunk on set, you yeah. know, on live or on national TV, you know, doing all the claims that would have sat there and made any jury go, yeah, she. I don't know whether that. Did you ever see that pilot, Bill? That she, I think it was a pilot because it couldn't. They couldn't have gotten into a daily episodic uh, routine with that, well, that show. Was so was bad. A, if it was a pilot or if it was a real show, it doesn't matter. The simple fact is it's there and it needed to be presented. No, we can't do that. We can't present any of these facts about her, but we yeah. can present everything that's hearsay on Trump and say it's a fact. And I have a predetermined notion anyway. So people, look, this is a battle. They like to call it the battle of good and evil. You know, you call it what you want. But it is uh, winner-take-all, one-sided, weighted election, and that's what it is. So let's call it for what it is, and uh, that would that statement right there would probably get this if we put that in print. I don't would get the show banned. I I don't know how they're going to uh, have a fair election uh, in 2024 because on the surface, being an outsider looking in. It doesn't look like like they've made any changes to the system, you know. Now, now I was thinking about this, and I'll leave the program with this: if they change the hierarchy at the Republican National Committee, um, if Rana is out and somebody goes in who is more uh, in line with uh, their candidate Trump, uh, might the RNC have some serious influence as to how the voting is done? Meaning. Might they be able to say we might they be able to push paper ballots as opposed to uh, computers? Well, they should, but I don't know that that's going to make a big hill of difference. And, you know, the other thing they're going to make hay of, you know, was Trump's stance on NATO. 
uh, where he sat there and said, you know, Russia has every right, you know, and uh, whatnot, and, uh, you know, people need to pay their bills. You know, uh, what was it? Keith Kellogg sat there and said, yeah, if Trump gets in, and uh, I have a two-tier system, and basically the NATO nations, what, are there 31 members or something like that, whatever it is? If you don't pay 2% of your gross national product, and pay your dues, if you don't pay your dues, there's no guarantee that you get yourself in trouble then we're going to be there to help you. That doesn't mean we wouldn't be there to help you, but it doesn't mean we would be there to help you. So and now Germany is supposedly saying they're going to volunteer to pay that uh, that 2% and uh, without being prodded by the U.S., which is which is a good thing, a residual effect of Trump's insistence. Um, but you know who's going to take credit for it? Biden. Well, I've been doing my... Uh, you know, I, I, I heard something over? strange. I heard that NATO is concerned with our southern border and uh, the conflict between the National Guard and uh, the federal government. And apparently they're sending observers down as if NATO would send in troops. <laughs> Think what, about okay, that. What purpose does NATO actually serve today? What was there? It was set up for uh, right. as to be a deterrent against the Soviet Union. There is no Soviet Union anymore. They shouldn't even have any, a, a purpose. They shouldn't even exist anymore. So but, this is a bureaucracy trying to reinvent itself. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're, they're going to become like an, an arm, another arm of the United Nations. You watch. Well, no. Let's say that the one world government wants to wants to take effect. And you have to have, if you're going to wipe out all the nations of the world and go to one world government, you got to have a system in place. Would that be the United Nations? Well, I think a lot of people think it already is. A lot of people think the UN is is the uh, the vehicle that they're driving. Okay. Now, do do we get to elect a president and that turns over every so no. many years, no. or does it matter? And so Obama could step into that. And they don't want the... boundaries. I'll tell you that much. They don't want borders. It's already so. It's already working in this country. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been trying to say all along. This is all part of a an agenda that has been they're building up to and we are the cornerstone of this whole agenda yeah and we have to be toppled and once we do everything else falls into place and your rights go away your ownership of property goes away your voting rights go away your money goes away you fall under the control well you're you're under the mushroom and with that, folks, we're going to have to uh, bid you adieu because uh, the old clock on the wall is saying, hey, guys, you're running out of time. Uh, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, and jimandbill at mail.com. Yep. And uh, if, by the way, you want to call that number, the 833-538-7868, and say in your finest voice, hasta la vista, baby, we're out of here. And you know? just so you know, when you call that number, it sends me a text. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a prankster and, you know, you want to go, yeah, let's get, yes. done, let's jab night there, you know, uh, it eight, does. Again, 833-538-7868. Uh, give uh, Bill a call. <laughs> Don't rub it in there, buddy. Hey, um, uh, I guess with that, uh, anything else you want to add before... Uh, we bid them adieu for this Wednesday. 
And I'm thinking about it. I think there's only one thing I want to add. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs> 